0: All right. Welcome to Rooting for Laundry. Um, This is episode eight. Episode eight. Thanks for joining me. If you joined us before, um, follow us at Rooting for Laundry on the Instagram and Twitter page. Thank you guys for tuning in. Every Monday around two this is what we do. We have nothing else to do. So happy Memorial Day. Um, Not your usual Memorial Day, but thanks for spending it with me. Can't go to the pool. You can't cook anything or something bad will happen, but thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. So, um, yeah, it should be, a, it's going to be a fun show. Cause, uh, I got a very special guest. I got a buddy of mine. He's been doing well. Um, he's been on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon. He's been on the Eliza Schlesinger sketch show on Netflix. You can catch him there. You can also listen to him live on the no disrespect podcast every Thursday on the gas digital network. And you can see him in the upcoming Judd Apatow movie, The King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for my buddy Mike Vecchione.
1: Mike, hey, what's up, buddy? What's up, Johnny? How are you?
0: How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm
1: good, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for
0: having thanks for being on. I know you're a busy guy. Well, nobody's busy now, but um. He's busy now. Yeah, it all sucks. But um, how how you holding up in this all this quarantine
1: shit. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm going good. I'm trying to maintain some kind of a routine. I don't know. I mean, you have a family, so it's me yeah, and <laughs> together. So we're yeah. trying to like have a routine. You know, that's I think that's the key to it.
0: Yeah, key to a healthy relationship. So. <laughs> Like, again, thank, thanks again for having on. So I know, you know, you're a big uh, Philadelphia Eagles fan. Yes. Um, how, did, how did that start? How did that uh,
1: – when did it begin? Well, I, mean, it, I grew up in Northeast Ohio. I grew up in Northeast Ohio in Youngstown, Ohio. So uh, in my town, Youngstown is right on the Pennsylvania border in Ohio. So half the people there are Browns fans and half are Steelers fans. So I was a Browns fan growing up you was <laughs> yeah, Dude, we're what? <laughs> yeah what? So, and then we had to listen to the Steelers run their mouths for because they had four Super Bowls in the 70s so yeah we talk about their Super Bowls constantly and uh so that was frustrating and uh so and then of course the uh the I think it was the 80s seven eighty eight. I don't know, late eighties they were good with Kozar. Kozar, yeah, they, they went there there to that, yeah, they blew that off. Uh, playoff run got stomped out by the um Buffalo by the Broncos by Oh, LA. okay. I remember that. Yeah, I remember Yeah, that I was one. not yeah. I, I, I was in tears. Both those games I was like in tears. Uh, so, <laughs> dog pound all that stuff I was way in. But um yeah I became an Eagles fan because uh, after college I moved to Philadelphia. So gotcha. there was no, like, ticket, like, it's not like it is now where you could watch any game. You just had to watch whatever team. Yeah, one game. Yeah. In, whatever town you were in. So they would just televise the Eagles game. And I lived downtown at the time. I lived in the art museum area. So I would just watch the Eagles. And I became, you know, I, I became a fan. Plus, I think it's I think it's good. I might be alone on this, but whatever town you live in, I think it's good to root for that team. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I,
0: I, like, I'm I, from, I'm born and raised in New York, so I root for all New York teams. I mean, I mean, not nowadays it's probably not like that anymore because of the internet. And if you want to be a fan of whatever team you want to be, right. you just look up, it's like, oh, I was a Golden State Warrior fan way before Steph Curry and just look up stuff and be like, oh, I remember this, I remember that. But it's yeah it's not the same nobody really roots i don't know too many people that root for their hometown well
1: even when the giants like the giants are in the same division as the eagles you know and i know that so yeah. of, course, <laughs> the eagles, of course i want the eagles to win the division every year of course i want i want them to beat the giants in head-on-head games but when the giants are in the playoffs and the eagles are out i i live in new york like i want to see the Giants. like if it's between the Giants and the Patriots winning the Super Bowl, I want to see the Giants win
0: because you know, yeah, manager, well, you know what I mean. It's like yeah, it's
1: it's kind of like I have a connection to the city that I'm in, mm-hmm. so it okay. might not be my primary team, but I'm going to root for the this city that I'm living in. You know, yeah. it's not you don't have that
0: mentality of oh oh I hate the team, especially in your division. Like oh I hate this team now if they like blow you out of contention i don't hate
1: the team like I, I i have the opinion like i want the uh, look i want the team to i want the eagles to win the nfc east every year i want them to win the division you know yeah. but if let, let's say that all is lost and they're out like and new york is in the playoffs like i'm gonna root for new york yeah you know what i mean i'm gonna root for them because it's like i live here in this city i it always baffles me if people can root against the city that they I mean, I understand that you're a fan of things since childhood and it's not, you don't want to be a fair weather fan, but it's, mm-hmm. it's always good to root for the city that you're actually living in, you know? Yeah. Cause, cause things, I, uh, anyway.
0: good things turn we out yeah, at the end, the end of, of the day. Yeah. Me, I'm like, I, I usually hate the other, I don't hate like the other city or the other, t- unless, unless they beat us. Like, you know, as being like, uh, for example, I'm a Jets fan, but, and if Buffalo beats us, no, I'll probably hold some disdain to it, but I won't I won't hold the grudge again. But I see your point too. It's, but what if you know
1: like, the thing is, what if you lived in Buffalo? What if you lived in Buffalo? You <laughs> oh, would be God, a Jets fan no. still, but like if yeah. you, the Jets were completely out of it, it's like, hey, you know, I live in this town. Like, I want to see I don't know, eh. the City do well. I, I, happy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not my team, but I understand that, but I want to see everybody in the who is a fan who lives in this town since I live here, I'd like to see them happy. Some people are the opposite. They want to see everybody. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it it, it all depends. I mean, moving to Buffalo, that would suck in itself. So, (laughs) I mean. Well, that's the
1: wrong attitude to have. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, in New York, I think in New York is different because everybody moves from a different, you know, town and everybody, like, will adapt Right, the team that's like, all right, all Yankees are winning. Okay, cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's good for the city. So, well, people
1: yeah. get on me because they're like, you weren't a you weren't a fan of the Eagles since childhood. It's like, okay, yeah, I understand. that. I was a Browns fan, and I'm still yeah. a Browns fan. You know now, let me ask you this: Do, were you been like not for for so long? There, that's like, true. The, the whole thing is like moving to Philadelphia at the time. There was no sports ticket or anything. There was just like the Eagles were on. And it was like you're living in the city, so you can either get on board or you can not watch football. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Like you know, that's 100%. that's true. That's true. Now, is part of you not
0: being a Browns fan because also they went packing to Baltimore? Is that like ah, oh, you know what they left?
1: <laughs> no, that was a huge. That was a huge thing when I was in college. It was a huge. Thing. A couple, couple things. The whole Belichick telling Kozar that he had no talent was hard. Like yeah. very hard because <laughs> he was from my hometown. He's from my hometown. Kosar. Oh, Bernie. So we're huge. Kosar yeah. Fans. So yeah. when Belichick came in and, and, and basically said that Kozar had no talent, it was, I mean, it blew our minds. And oh, man. Uh, also, you yeah, had the team moving in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. packed up and gone. <laughs> what happened, but a lot of people Brett blamed Art Model for that. So, yeah. You know, people were very, very angry. Yeah. So people did
0: you know like growing up in Ohio, did they they, they stick with the Browns or are they like all right no, I exactly. guess I'll be a Ravens
1: fan? Huh? Those people are diehard Browns, man. Yeah, they would never that, go, they would never root for the Ravens, they root harder against the Ravens.
0: Yeah, so they go, oh yeah. well the Browns came back at the end of the day. So it's
1: yeah, the Browns came back and it's been it's been tumultuous. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, and then you look at Belichick, you look at the moves he's made, and it's like the guy is just yeah, I mean, even genius. if you're not a Patriots fan or a Belichick fan, you can't argue with the record. You can't argue with his success. You know, and the legacy. It's, yeah, you can't argue with it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I, I like he's like from a military background, so I kind of I do like that. Though I like the yeah, military. the military. strict. And I, <laughs> I also like the fact that he doesn't give them like when he interviews the media, people like make fun of him and call him names because he's just he gives them nothing. But that's yeah. part of it. I love that. I love that he gives them nothing, and they. Got
0: yeah, it. he's one of the few. He's really like just very a uh, hard ass. He's like, no, nah. it's just like you come in, look at everybody, <laughs> one word answers, right? Keeps it moving.
1: Yeah, win or He's not lose, like though. he's like that. Win or lose, because a lot of times these reporters they're not really looking for information. They're looking for an emotional exchange. They really are. They're not looking everybody knows what happened and what the information. I mean, so there's some questions that are relevant, but most of it is just an emotional exchange and he he try he answers the que- he tries to answer the question without like any kind of emotional. He doesn't want to participate in that emotional exchange with the reporters and I like that. Cuz yeah. they can take whatever you're going to say and they can take it and manipulate it however they want. Oh, and actually so that's what the media talk, does. With the sports talk now, they can just they take whatever sound bite that you have yep. <laughs> you it that way they take it mm-hmm. and they manipulate it into their own narrative it's like men, a male soap opera
0: yeah it's really yeah that's what it's become that's a media and everybody's a media conglomerate basically any you know twitter you know you have all these websites that you know contribute and it's like oh he said what right <laughs> that's why i guess bill with the one word answers yeah, it's just freaking great
1: just good i like i personally like that a lot because i know that. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to get bites so they can spin the narrative into whatever they want. And he doesn't give them any of that. I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Staying woke. That's that's what you basically are. <laughs> yeah. He just, sticks,
1: he just sticks to the X's and, uh, X's and O's. Yeah.
0: So, 95, um, you became a fan. So, that was uh, Ray Rhodes' first year, right? Ray Rhodes. And who I who
1: that, actually felt bad for. Him.
0: Yeah, because he was there for, what, like three years? He, it's actually, he yeah. was uh, the coach of Randall Cunningham's. Last season. You're a big uh Cunningham guy or
1: I liked Cunningham, but I don't I think Cunningham was gone by the time that Ray Rhodes got there.
0: No, well, his first season he was there and oh. but they didn't work out. And then oh, okay. uh, the following season he benched him and oh, okay. it, in favor of Rod Rodney Pete. And then um it just yeah, it just that relationship wasn't the same. So um All right.
1: Yeah, but Randall was very exciting. I like, I, I, I like them. Exciting, hugely said but he just happened to be like they could never beat like the Niners or whoever it was. Yeah, and they, and he always got to the playoffs, but could never like win out. They always would run into the Niners mm-hmm. and just get massacred. But that yeah. defensive line was just maybe the best defensive line in pro football.
0: Oh yeah, at the time, yeah, there they were yeah. a bunch of beasts like, on Edgy there. Reggie White and Drew, yeah, or, Reggie uh, White's the legend.
1: Yeah, Russell. It Pete's was just Reggie insane. White. Like all those U of M guys, it was. Uh, great and randall cunningham was was great also so but i i wasn't i got there after that when ray rhodes took over and uh, over i went to i was teaching in northeast philly this is funny i was teaching in northeast philly and i was and and that's the hood right (laughs) yeah by the airports which is southwest of the city so i had to drive diagonally home and i would i i would get off in south philly sometimes and i would go to this bar called the philly rock and the philly rock I would just go there and have a beer after, you know, on my way home. So I I stopped at the Philly Rock one time and they had the Ray Road Show. It was the Monday after the game, or yeah, every game, the Monday, yeah, the
0: sports the talk radio, Road yeah, show. most yeah most um sports radio affiliates have that, yeah.
1: Right. So it's Monday. It's the Monday after the show, and they're having the Ray Road, show and they, they were having a losing season. They were like losing every game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they had a couple wins, but they were not a contention in the. So they had, they, they still, I guess they have a contract, so they still put the Ray Roadshow on. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. It was after a loss, and um, uh, I, I'm sitting there just having a beer, and I noticed the radio station equipment in the, in another section, uh, yeah. the Ray Roadshow that they're having. And there's like two, three other guys at the bar, it's empty. And, um, and uh, they tell me, like, the bartender's like, yeah, the Ray Roadshow is coming on. They broadcast live from WIP, which is. 610 sports network in philly sure. yeah. so um the guys at the bar i'm talking to them i'm having like a friendly conversation about the eagles i wish they were better da, da, da. and they go when he comes out we're going to boo him <laughs> and uh, i go what they go yeah he deserves to be booed we are going to boo him. <laughs> three people now mind you there's three people there so at the bar the bar's empty and they're still wow. on the show and then like when he comes out we are going to boo him and then i'm like and I'm like, I'm not doing that. And they're like, you're not going to boo this guy? You're not going <laughs> to boo him? I'm like, no, absolutely not. Look at how pathetic it's like three of us here. That's right. You know, <laughs> <so> <laughs> a go hard enough time. Like we yeah. need, he, needs us to, to, he knows it's not a good season. It's to fail. It's like, uh-huh. we're not, I'm not going to be part of that, like booing somebody. It's like, you know, then you go on the internet now and you see you see what the internet is. It's, guys it's like that. Yeah, that's, well that's what the are. guys like
0: that, man. And being in Philly, you think they have like the worst fans in the history of anything?
1: I think I went to a game like uh, maybe a year ago, two years ago. I think it's gotten much better, man. I think that no. like... That was too, in I Philly or in New York? Better. What's that? Was that in Philly or in New York? No, I was living in New York, but I went to an Eagles. I went oh, an and, and I, I got to okay. say it's gotten much better. Uh, better as far as like people respecting each other different. I think the whole anti-bullying, all that stuff, like just the way that things have evolved over time is, uh, it's it, it's just like, it, I think it, at least from what I saw, it so, was better. <laughs> what I saw when when I went, when I lived there, I went like, you know, I didn't go that often, like one time or two times. It was brutal. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah. It is a thing was <laughs> like, um, if you were wearing a different team's jersey, it was just jersey. You yeah, it. that feature.
0: Yeah, every every sporting event, every fight I've seen, it involves something in a Philadelphia uniform. Yeah, like, whether it's the Flyers yeah. or the Phillies. And I, like I've and been, I have
1: to say, like I'm not a fan of that at all. Like it, all, yeah. like that's not like people think that's cool, or, or they think it's. I just think it's uh, that's pathetic. I yeah, no, I, I yeah. I'm not a fan of it. I don't like it, and I think that if you're if you're putting and i'm a sports fan but if you're putting that much weight into sports and you're manipulating like you're taking it to the point where it's like you're gonna beat somebody up or fight somebody yeah o- over a sports like over somebody wearing another uniform you have deeper problems like oh yeah it's real you're, <laughs> you're using you're taking those problems out you're 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 taking them out in a place where other people are trying to have a good time it's just It sucks. I don't like it at all. It's coward. Yeah,
0: and usually football games are different because there's so much, you know, people get there and tailgate and get, you know, shit-faced. And so it's a different – it's a different mentality. And, like, people, like, you know, run around. They just start – like, I went to a Jets-Giants game last year, and probably, like, three or four fights broke out for no apparent reason. It's just, like, just one guy says this, another guy has this, and it it just – it just escalates to to BS, and yeah, yeah I, I don't that's like not, it too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't right. mind the trash talking. I don't mind the trash talking, but like yeah, it is a like all right, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna fight you <laughs>
1: <for> <laughs> well, over
0: yeah, something. It, I have. It's
1: all like levity. You keep it fun. You keep it fun and like, absolutely. Legal, you know yeah. what I mean? But like when you start attacking uh, somebody, you know, whatever. Yeah, Especially then it gets out A, of a hand. lot of guys from one side and and like one guy from another. Thing. Thing, yeah you
0: know? it gets yeah what's the groups happen and uh, and the alcohol yeah it's, it's right it's, it's but on the other funny.
1: hand of it sometimes <laughs> the other people come in and they could be like arrogant and like they could be talking shit it's like hey dude like oh yeah <laughs> you can't be arrogant either because yeah stands, like people will let stuff go but like if you're being malicious about what you're saying it's like mm-hmm. you know somebody's going to step up and hey. Yeah, especially when, like
0: a lot of families are there. Some people have their sons there and then yeah. there's a brawl breaks out and then right. the son gets involved and, the you know, the wife gets involved. And then it then it gets real ugly, really, well, really like fast. A real, it's a
1: real family activity in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's really crazy. So uh, talk about when I guess when they first went, like, remember the team? I, li- I like when McNabb came along. That was a big deal. Were you excited about that when the the yeah, but
1: before that I was like, there was a series of other quarterbacks where they were like, this guy, like, they would have one good preseason game and the media, would oh yeah, say, this guy is our future. So,
0: yeah, <laughs> like Ty Detmer or Koi Detmer. Hilarious.
1: <laughs> it's hilarious. to listen to them guys do that. I, I mean, it's mm-hmm. like I remember that was a thing with like no disrespect to Bobby Hoyt, all I was yeah. But he yeah. was there. Like this guy is the future. Bobby Hoying is the future. The like, future, yeah. <laughs> out, you know, so it's like no. they were really big on that. But the McNabb years were like unbelievably exciting. Yeah,
0: they were. And then in 2004, they go to the Super Bowl with T- with Terrell Owens against the Patriots. Uh, do you remember where where you were when you watched that game? And um, yeah, I moved outside. to New
1: York. I just moved to New York. So uh, uh, Big J is also. I used to watch. I used to watch the games with all the games with Big J because we. Okay, both, yeah, I remember,
0: yeah, Big, big J O'Kerson's a big fan. Yeah, Jay, yeah.
1: So, um, we were both. He's from Philadelphia. I lived there, so we were both came out of the same club. We came out of the Laugh House in Philly. So yeah. up here, you know, we would make it a make it a thing, like get either we probably because we couldn't watch it; they weren't televised. We would go to this. We started going to this bar near uh, the comic strip called Ship of Fools.
0: Okay, and it would and show it's Philly. It's not there.
1: It's not there anymore. But we used to go there and watch the games, and uh, it was like exciting, man. It was, especially that year it was it was a thrilling, man. It was unreal.
0: And a lot of Philly was it like a Philly-based sports bar? Because like every there's a sports bar like in New York. I think every there's a sports bar created to that fan base. Like I know San Francisco They have a San Francisco sports bar and a Dallas sports bar for every like you know. So, yeah, I, no, Was that a Philly-based or?
1: It wasn't. It wasn't in Philadelphia, but they. it was just the beginning of Satellite, where they, they had all the games. Oh, yeah. Direct
0: TV came out, and it was like, oh, yeah, right. you can watch Sadden, any game, every game.
1: in the Eagles section. Oh, uh, gotcha. It was, <laughs> you can see all the other games going on, which was like a new thing. Oh,
0: okay. No, yeah, that's that's when it. yeah, all these cool, you can watch all these games. And like if fantasy football started becoming big, did you, are you a fantasy guy? Or no,
1: now, I think it's a sneaky way to get people to do math. Man, yeah. <laughs> it is.
0: I think I think it is too. I mean, it's a it's it's a lot of fun. But it, like football, like fantasy football is like it's like really intense because some people play in like four or five leagues, and then right. they drop a lot of money. So it's it it can be addictive. But it, it is a sneaky way to do math because it's like yeah, a lot of yeah. I don't want to no extra math for Mike Vecchio. I don't
1: want to have to think. You're not going to do <laughs> thinking.
0: Yeah. So when you watched that Super Bowl game and they lost, was it because it was a close game too? If you remember,
1: I was hard for it. I was furious. Like I threw something at the wall. I've I, I, oh, I was, I was <laughs> completely uh, disappointed and sad, saddened by it. You know, I was really yeah. sad.
0: Yeah, bums out, but you get over yeah. it after a couple of times, and then and after that, you probably think they never uh, make it again. But um, well, you
1: know what? After that, it's like you kind of have to, it's okay to feel disappointed, but you kind of have to detach from the fact, like, you're like, okay, you're not on the team. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I'm depressed, but this shouldn't ruin my life now. Yeah. That's how I think at a younger
0: age, that's how I was with sports. Like, like, um, if like, as a big Mets fan or a Knicks fan, I remember the Knicks went to the finals, and then it was such a close game, seven games they lost. I remember throwing my TV (laughs) in, You know, it's one of those smaller TVs, but I remember throwing right. it on the floor. But I was 18 at the time, and I'm, yeah. like, you know, and Now, it's like if they go, it's like I don't think that.
1: Yeah, like my father was a guy who would like it would just ruin his entire day. Yeah. It would ruin. His day. <laughs> we were Browns fans back then, so he would just like lose it, and it would ruin the entire day for. Everybody. Oh man. So, <laughs> so it's like you can't do that. You can't like put everything. Again, if you're doing that, if you're putting everything forward, maybe it's time to evaluate your life. Yeah. Okay, maybe I got to be, you know, putting more effort into my own life and not I live vicariously through these teams. Yeah. So that was 2004.
0: And we'll fast forward, I guess, all the way to 2017, where they finally win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I know that was pretty recent, just um, less than three years ago. Yeah. So, um, that that had to be a fun time. Them uh, winning the whole thing. Where were you? Where were you at the time right, when the Super Bowl? We came watched around? it at
1: the Comedy Cellar. Oh, okay, nice. Big screens at the Comedy Cellar. So it's uh it's we had a bunch of Eagles guys there, um, and a bunch of comics who were Eagles fans. Fans. Yeah. And then there was uh, a bunch of uh, obviously Boston comics there watching oh, okay yeah watching this and the and I'm playing we the patriots again, again. what's that I said
0: I'm playing the Patriots again you're like uh oh this might
1: we're be uh Patriots oh. again and uh yeah. um yeah I mean the whole season was uh just a ride man it was exciting so but they got into that game and uh the game itself is I mean it was just unbelievable it was just unbelievable I mean that's why that kind of game it's like that's why you love sports. Yeah. It was, like that. And it's like the underdog team with a backup quarterback. Quarterback. I mean, yeah.
0: Because Carson Wentz got hurt. So Nick yes. Cole steps in, his second stint with the Eagles. And um, yeah, they pull it off. Um, yeah. They pull it, it off. They
1: beat Tom Brady. <laughs> they beat that defense. Yeah. They beat Belichick, who are like the Apollo creeds of. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, I hate to put everything in Rocky terms, but I'm. Terms. Right. Yeah, but that's. <laughs> that's but what uh, they're doing, like man. the unbeatable, unstoppable. You know, champions of the world, and the Eagles go in there and beat them, and and it just was. Uh, I mean, it's just exhilarating, man. That's why people love sports because of stuff like that. Yeah. Talk about how did how did
0: you feel when uh, Kevin Hart tried to get on the uh, trophy? Uh, I thought, it was I oh, thought I think it was great. Morning. As a fan, I would love to do that. I mean, he tried. <laughs> he yeah. actually did it. I, he got close. I get it,
1: <laughs> and I get it man. Absolutely. You yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and uh, talk about—I uh, guess the Philly fans—they—they they set the—they set the city on fire, basically, literally.
1: Uh, you know what? All I all I saw was what I, what everybody else saw on the news. I wasn't there. I didn't go home for the parade or anything. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, but I heard it was—I mean, it had to be. It's wild, anyway. There for a game. Yeah. Like uh-huh. the winning of the Super Bowls had to be like, people had to be doing crazy shit. Yeah, oh yeah,
0: crazy shouldn't well speaking okay. of shit. You saw the video where the guy ate uh some horse uh,
1: manure? <laughs> that's actually a normal thing in Philly. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's, that that that's wouldn't surprise you. me. Yeah, that's a
0: that's the preseason loss. Somebody eats right. uh <laughs> right. a <pile> shape. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: but um what a win. Yeah, but man
0: yeah and and how old were you on a high just the rest of the night the rest of the night because, I, mean, I, I
1: was drinking i was eating was all kinds of food there it was it was fantastic and uh and so i just ate and drank all night and then came yeah. home just full <laughs> and drunk and and then went to sleep man it, yeah, was just, and, it was i celebrated down there though i just celebrated down there yeah. and took a new home and it was just you know i i couldn't stop watching the um you know, they talk about it the next day so much. I just couldn't stop watching the coverage because I was like, watching the coverage was like reliving it. So
0: no, absolutely, yeah. It's one of those things when your team wins a Super Bowl. It's 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 a hard accomplishment. It's not like the other sports, like you know, the NBA. It's a series, and you play. You know, right. usually you, you play one game, and if you don't win the
1: game, that's right. it. You know, if, but I, I and, do like I do like the drama of an NBA or an NHL. Like I'm not a big hockey guy, but. And but I like the drama of the series too. I really do. Yeah, <laughs> it's really adds another element to it where it's like, well, they lost this one, but this is it. It's it it yeah. elongates everything, man. It's, yeah, we'll get not, it back. Like, yeah,
0: <laughs> and it's a whole week, like a whole mini series, a, a drama, which is um, which is also good. But like, that, yeah, I like when football, NFL, when a team wins the whole thing, it has to be a beautiful thing because it's just you got one shot basically, yeah, and that's. That's that, man. So yeah, yeah, good fun. Congrats on that. <laughs> now you can celebrate. It's like 2017, so like you can still like still pull pull it up. You know, like yeah. we're in quarantine, man. I watched the Eagles again. So <laughs>
1: Eagles game, I mean, it yeah. was an amazing. It was an unbelievable season, man. And it is unbe- It became it came down to like a shootout. Like no no defense could stop the other team. So team. It's, it ended up being a shootout. So it was. Yeah. I mean. Just fantastic, man. Just excited I mean, even if you're not a fan of the teams. Team, yeah. Exciting was that game. That game was so so exciting, man.
0: Yeah, so close and Philly Philly pulled it off, man. Nick Foles. (laughs) Who's your favorite uh I guess Philly uh Eagles player the whole time? Or you don't really have one?
1: I don't know Eagles player. Um, I love McNabb. I thought McNabb was M- M- McNabb gave us so much to cheer for, man. Yeah, and
0: awesome. a staple there for a long time. Yeah. Just like yeah, ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. Really had a shot. Led him to a Super Bowl, then pull it off that time. But right, you know, but, uh, yeah, McNabb's yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought he was great, man. Yeah, I definitely
0: a staple, man. So <laughs> that was good. All right, so um, let's get into some boxing talk. So whenever me and you get together, that's all we. Really tall. Right, <laughs> so, I, I
1: don't know how you feel. I, I don't know, like, but I, there's not that many fans out there. It's you know, a, no, it's you're a, right. It's a niche sport, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's a traditional. It's kind of like baseball, where it's like it's it's like base. It's one of those old school sports. It's been around for thousands and thousands of years. And nowadays, like baseball, I don't like nobody cares about like young kids. You know, because I, as like you, I used to be in the school system too. No kid could care less about baseball nowadays. Baseball is not right. the same. But boxing too. Boxing, I think people like the. That's why the movies do so well, like the Rocky movies or any movie that is made centering around boxing, because it's like you know the analogies. Like boxing analogies are used everywhere, right? It's right. like you know, like all all walks of life. But it has it. Yeah, it does it. It, it's still there, but it's not like, I think with the popularity of MMA taking right. over, now it's like more like, oh, okay, this is, oh, this is um, better, but we still have our love for boxing. When did, when did this love of boxing start for you? It
1: started like, when I grew up, I was mostly a football fan, It's something me and my father bonded over because I played football and then I was, you know, we're all fans of college and, and, um, and pro football. But as I got older, um, he, my father started to gravitate towards. I mean, he always liked boxing with all oh, the Tyson years and all that stuff. Oh yeah. it's <laughs> unbelievable. Like boxing was on the forefront. Everybody would watch the, um, like a big fight, like a Tyson fight. Every fight, yeah. <laughs> okay, but, but beyond Tyson, I don't know how many beyond the heavyweight division. I don't know how many boxing fans there were. But my father started to really get into like just watching, especially the lighter weights fight and Mayweather and and these yeah. guys and, and his like he was very, he was taken with it, you know, it it drew him in. And I understand wow. why it's, it's an unbelievable, it's not a team sport. It's an individual sport. And it's like you against yourself, you find out like they say this <laughs> on HBO, they used to say it on HBO. It's like, you have really, you find out who the guy is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, not yeah. a, it's a story that unfolds round after round and you really find out who the guy is. Yeah, around. sitting on
0: that stool. Yeah, it's like yeah, sitting on that stool, sweating it out. See if they have the, uh, the attrition, <laughs> the war of attrition, basically. Is not it, only it, that it, it's it.
1: like it's interesting to see guys with different st- guys who are very slick and fast mm-hmm. and a lot of movement. You have guys who are like Mexican style; they just come forward and they won't. two-year <laughs> shots to get one off. It's interesting, mm-hmm. and, and those are like, I mean, those are the, to, not to parallel it to death, but those are different approaches to life no so absolutely slick and like you know what i mean like whatever and other guys are just straightforward just right. punch through the wall you know, yeah you know? <laughs> so it's like it, it's kind of a parallel to people and I, I do like that and it's like and then the whole life is a struggle the mm-hmm. fight is a struggle struggle it's yeah against other people but it's also you, but it's mainly just you against yourself
0: yeah, boxing yeah it's like the analogy like you said yeah we use boxing analogies all all the time right. it's like all right you got two minutes yeah. you know <laughs> just get up uh, the we are throwing the towel or what you know what I'm saying it's always, it's,
1: yeah it's the ultimate it's the ultimate test you know what I mean yeah and MMA is like MMA is a combat sport too and I love MMA but like boxing is it's such an old-school thing and and what's I've talked to you many times about this what's disappointing is um it's it was corrupt Back in the day, by the mob, yeah. <laughs> in the, in the like the fifties and sixties, and it's corrupt now. It's wild. Oh yeah, up. it's never yeah. And that kind of adds to the mystique of it. It's like these. It's you're taking something that's so pure, and the politics of it are so corrupt. And yes, to watch those two, like you watch something that's so pure, and then you take man's way of the way they handle it. It's it it, it ends up it be it ends up like being a real sin if you know the sport you follow it 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 ends up being you you end up feeling bad for the fighters 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 so pure and real and the politics of it they manipulate it so much that it doesn't even it's a shell of what it should be like we can name like
0: so many robberies we've seen by like pacquiao bradley's one um I remember uh, Paul Williams. I uh, actually,
1: I actually don't think that was a robbery. I think, I think that Bradley beat him.
0: You think uh, what? <laughs> I really, I really <laughs> beat
1: him. Because HBO did a thing where it's like, where, where it's like, um, uh, they did their, they did a round that, mm-hmm. the, uh, a round that the judges scored for Bradley, but all of the commentators scored for Pacquiao, and they, they let you watch the round with the sound off. Yeah, that's 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 another thing. the
0: The sound could influence. I remember watching. The, uh,
1: I watched. I watched the like. I'm not. I never boxed. I'm just a fan, but I'm a. I'm a fan. I'm a real fan. Yeah. So I uh, watched it. I'm like, Pacquiao would throw one punch, and Bradley would respond with two. I mean, man yeah. two. Like, Pacquiao would throw a punch, and it was good. He would land it, but then Bradley would come back and throw two punches to 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 Pacquiao's one punch, and it's like. I guess you're saying that Pacquiao's one punch is twice as effective as, as both of Bradley's response because Bradley responded in every exchange. It wasn't like yeah. people were like, "Well, Pacquiao clearly won this round." I'm like, based on what? Based <laughs> on what? His name? Like he didn't win the round.
0: In so opinion, so, Brad- I
1: think I think pa- I think Bradley got a he got a raw deal on that fight. And to prove it, I'll, I'll even prove that he won the fight. He beat Marquez. Bradley well. beat Marquez.
0: I, that's another and, one I got to you know, watch Marquez over.
1: And Pacquiao were like, I mean, neck and neck. I mean, yeah. you know, I think it was, it was two or three one or three two or something. Uh, whatever the, I know he got knocked out. I know Pacquiao got knocked out in the last fight, but it yeah. was Pacquiao would always edge out Pac uh, Pacquiao would always edge out Marquez. It would seem, but they were very mm-hmm. very closely matched mm-hmm. until that last fight where Marquez knocked him out. Knocked out. Yeah, Bradley <laughs> beat Marquez.
0: Yeah, I get, that's another fight I ha- I would have to watch over.
1: So Bradley is not like a um he was a, he was a world champion. He was underrated.
0: Yo, but I I love Timothy. I love yeah. Timothy Bradley. I, I remember that fight against Perronnikov where he's just yeah. taking all these shots. Yeah. I feel bad for Bradley cuz even though he won, he got the, his hand raised in the Pacquiao fight because most people thought he lost. He got a, like it really kind of tarnish, you know, yeah. he wasn't booking a lot of fights. Yeah. So was, I think Perronnikov
1: it was bullshit the way that everybody went after him. And like, we're yeah. like he didn't win. It's like, first of all, how are you blaming him? He just went out yeah. there and fought his best fight. So why is why is everybody coming down on him? That's yeah, blame the judges, blame just whoever, perfect. but don't blame Tim Bradley. He just went out there yeah. and thought him a, in my opinion, a great fight. And I thought he won yeah. the fight.
0: It's more more of a like a based on effectiveness, like he just um put like um just, just the shots. I mean,
1: Pacquiao wasn't first. What is it? It's landed punches, and then the the how the punches affect you, the strength, you know, the strength Uh of the punches. And I just felt like Pacquiao wasn't hitting him with more punches, and the punches weren't more effective, in my opinion. Yeah, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's my. But I really do. I think that Tim Bradley won the fight, and I also think that uh, who's the Australian kid? They where they fought in um. He, uh Pacquiao fought in Australia. Oh, Horn, Jeff Horn. Jeff Horn. I thought Jeff yeah. Horn won the fight, narrowly. I yeah, he, he, he the
0: got first. the decision. I think he, he, he was more, uh, everybody yeah. Was
1: up and, it, it seems he like was very
0: aggressive. I remember him being very aggressive in that fight, yeah. coming forward and toward him. So I,
1: I can see that decision. Coming. It looked like a guy who was rugged, a guy who was rugged <laughs> and mean in, in the ring with a guy who is a senator. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what it looked like. A guy right. a uh-huh. who's yeah. like rich versus a guy who was really hungry. But I'm I'm not downing Pacquiao. I think Pacquiao is unbelievable. But yeah, I'm just saying in those fights, Pacquiao's that's still cool.
0: ranked. By the way, he's like top, still top ten. Yeah. on every list I have seen, He's still top well, look, ten.
1: Those are <laughs> good examples of fights that I think that um where what there, where the judges got it right and the media got it wrong. And there's other gotcha. fights like the whole Canelo Triple G thing. I think is it tri- Now tri- talk tri- about
0: that. The first fight, you thought um Triple G
1: definitely won. I mean, right? I talked about. I don't understand. And granted, like I've never boxed, I'm just a fan. But I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, I watch the sport very co- closely. Yeah, <laughs> you tell me that Canelo won that first fight. I don't even I don't even know what you're doing. I, yeah. I don't know. What you're doing <laughs> yeah, he backed up the entire fight, and it wasn't like a Mayweather skillful. Circling? No, definitely punches. not. Nope. He was in yep. full retreat the entire fight. The entire like mm-hmm. n- the first couple rounds. No, he he won the first. I think he won a couple of the earlier rounds. But the yep. rest of the fight, from like round three or four on, he was in complete retreat. No. Triple G was rocking. Yep. <laughs> and and he, and he would only throw punches. He would only throw punches when he had to. So, and I, I'll tell you something else that I I think. The commentating on HBO.
0: Very it, biased, it didn't you want to, to say? The,
1: it it yeah. all speaks to the um <laughs> corruption of the sport. It's corrupt on yeah. all levels. Mm-hmm. The HBO commentators, Canelo would back up and back up and back and, up, and Triple G would chase him, throwing punches, throwing punches. Uh-huh. And then Canelo would respond with punches. Because I mean, what else are you going to do? You're getting you're backing up and you get a you, so finally Canelo responds. And instead of saying he finally responded, he'd been backing up the whole time, they go, oh, it's a change in momentum. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you're using words. A change in momentum, a guy punching back finally, is now a change in momentum. Do you see how that's, like, it changes, it shades the fight. That's why why it's good to watch
0: watch some certain fights with the sound off, because the commentary could be biased, especially when the network's or signed a deal to that certain fighter it's but like they were
1: both signed <laughs> to hbo but canelo had was brought more fans more money
0: yeah <laughs> it's
1: the bottom line so yeah they're, they're kind of talking i mean it's in his interest to win uh according mm-hmm. to that to the network and to money you know what i mean Man. the money guy is canelo but it's not right to do what they did Oh yeah, you know whatever it's like that's important it's important you don't watch no other sport accepts that. You don't watch football. Yeah. The second, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like some, like the wrong team wins, and you go, you know what? I think we should be talking about the fact that it was a good game. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Even, like no one does that in football. Everybody, even goes, in MMA, robbers, most of the time, robbery. no one goes. No one goes. Oh, it was a good game. Like only in boxing, your standards are so low where you go. It was just a good fight, and that's why yeah, yeah. they were to, They were trying to say it was just a good fight. It's like, hey, dude. Like you're fighting to win. The outcome is important.
0: yeah. <laughs> it changes the dynamics of everything because
1: somebody's. Sing, I'm not singling out HBO. There's a lot of other comments. Oh, they yeah, yeah. Area who was like, no, Canelo won the fight. It's like you're obviously. I don't know if you're related to Canelo or you're like <laughs> you're you're friends with his camp or you know whatever. But it's for you to say that he won the fight is like. It's one of those things that if you tell me that he won that fight, the first fight, it ruins your credibility with me.
0: No, absolutely. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I, thought, G- I G-
1: thought Triple G won the fight eight rounds to four. No, I I
0: scored it the same way. I think it was it was a close yeah, fight, I but yeah, him, but eight rounds to four. Yeah. it's
1: like you couldn't give Canelo more than four rounds. And yeah. the guy who really calls it the right way, I I find like it's most synonymous <laughs> with what I think is Malinaji.
0: naji I was about to say Malinaji might be one of it yeah.
1: He not only calls it; he gives you his reasons, and he breaks it down so thoroughly. You're like, it's unbelievable. Like, guys, right? And I think that I think the Canelo lost the second fight too, but it was closer. But it was closer. It was the definitely Batonata closer. Broke it down. Was mm-hmm. so <laughs> complete and so great. Like, I was like, I want that. I mean, the thing's got a lot of hits on YouTube. Him, his breakdown of the mm-hmm. um, of the fight of the second fight. Uh, but i mean i think it should be that should that should be the narrative of that fight and, and Malinaj probably helps because yeah canelo fought better he still didn't win no I I,
0: I I called that one a draw you know that that second one i, I like i call a draw the first one i thought triple G definitely won and if they do a third one though canelo annihilates him because triple g that that into that damage and he's what 38 now it's yeah yeah he's he's too old i, I can't see if, if they do a third one I can't, like, I can't see Triple G pulling out, like, winning that one. And Triple G look, looked bad his last fight, too.
1: You remember his last fight he had? Yeah, he did not look good. He, didn't he look did bad, not look good, but they said that it is because he was sick. I don't know if that's true, but um, yeah. <laughs> the other guy came to fight. The other guy the other guy was exchanging Yeah. Fight, you know? So yeah. that was a very, very close fight. So I don't think it was a, like, I, I agree with Malinaji. Like, I don't believe that the second fight, calling that a draw would have been a robbery. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I think that Triple G won the fight. And it's very call, debatable. I guess it's debatable. But having Canelo win the fight—that's not. That didn't happen. You know.
0: What Plus, do you think there's, about? There's, a,
1: there's another thing that's going on in boxing that's um, that again no one talks about. But it's like drugs. Oh yeah. <laughs> guys using PEDs, and I don't think so, I think some guys are not using them, and I think yeah. those guys who are not using them are getting beat by the guys who are using them.
0: What about Floyd? You would think Floyd? Any, no. any, uh, no, Floyd, shit's
1: I think Floyd never used <laughs> Floyd was a guy. That's why the I think the whole Pacquiao Floyd thing, everybody blamed Floyd for that. And, uh, you know, I love Pacquiao, but Floyd did not hold the fight up. He yeah. wanted, after they worked the money out, he was like, okay, the only thing left is like, you need to take an Olympic style drug test. Yeah. Because he suspected that Pacquiao was on drugs. So he's like, to mm-hmm. take an Olympic style drug test. It's very then-
0: suspicious. You and know, fighting eight different weight classes,
1: and Pacquiao was like, "No, he refused to take the yeah. test." So that's mm-hmm. why the fight was delayed for years. Yeah, it was delayed for years because he refused to take a blood test.
0: Yeah, and five so, years down the line, at, at at if it if it was supposed to go down when it when it's supposed to go down, do you do you think the fight would have been? Well, the fight I think would have been closer. I still would have gave it to Floyd because nobody nobody
1: can hit Floyd.
0: Well, look so, at um,
1: look at it would have been interesting to see. uh because Pacquiao had to be clean for that fight. Yeah. I believe Pacquiao was on some performance enhancing drug for most of his career. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Because you don't become a – there's no eight, eight time, <laughs> eight division world like what do you what do you think? I'm stupid. An and he's the, <laughs> he's the only guy that done it. He's the only guy that did it. Yeah. Come it's, on. You started at one oh eight. You're now you're knocking out guys at one fifty four? Are you well. <laughs> What do you think? What do you think is going on?
0: Yeah, it, know, it's but, very yeah. No, yeah, I I, I don't disagree. It's it, it's very because a lot of like you're not the only one I, I've talked to about it, and I'm like,
1: hmm, I don't know, you know. <laughs> but I think Floyd was just very like he was smart and he. But if you it, it, would the fight be any different? Again, look at Mayweather Marquette's. Yeah, the first
0: come reti- out of tire retirement, basically uh-huh. he wiped him. No, I said okay. that's the fight Floyd came out of retirement. Right. And then, um, yeah. And he. Came um, out of
1: retirement to fight Marquez, who was just cleaning, cleaning house.
0: Yeah. And uh,
1: what happened? It wasn't. He couldn't touch him. It wasn't. Him. Didn't it wasn't touch him. him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Didn't touch so, him. Yeah. So if you look, if you look common opponents wise, it's not. I mean, Mayweather beat him like eight rounds to four. Oh, yeah. Marquez <laughs> Probably more than him. that. It's like, mm-hmm. I I don't think it was. I don't think it would have been close.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. Um, no. What do you think Floyd's toughest fight was? I'm pretty, I'm pretty. We talked about it personally, but um,
1: yeah, um, <laughs> Julio Lu, Luis Castillo.
0: Castillo was the first. Uh, I remember, that's a, deba- a fight. ESPN just had a um, debatable decisions um, whole um, um, series on where they did, deb- and the first Mayweather uh, Castillo fight was uh yeah. extremely it was debatable, debatable but, Yeah, that that.
1: Um, Castillo won the fight. Yeah. They were saying also that, and this is not an excuse, I'm not making excuses, but Mayweather like hurt his hand or hurt his shoulder or something. Yeah. But to Mayweather's credit, he goes immediately, let's run it back. Yeah. Let's do it next. (laughs) He's like, let's do it again. Yeah. Let's do it right (laughs) now. Let's do it next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and then he separated himself in that next fight. So it's like, but I I really, um, with the fight, uh, um, Corrales, that was my favorite. Diego Corrales, or, yeah. Diego Corrales in two thousand. Rest in der- peace, Diego Corrales. Yeah. Uh, it was at. I think the fight was at one thirty-five. Corrales is the champion at one thirty-five. Mayweather's champion at one thirty. He moves up to one thirty-five. They're both undefeated. Yeah. It's a huge fight. It's a huge fight at the time, because um uh, Mayweather was underdog. Yeah. And uh, and Corrales is this guy like stronger, more powerful, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mayweather goes in there and just, I mean, the fight is just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable yeah. the way he takes him apart, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and no, Corrales is unbelievable. He's an unbelievable yeah. fighter. And his fight with Castillo was one of the, I mean, in my opinion, the best fight I've ever seen. Wow. Well, even though, oh, Castillo Corrales,
0: Corrales won. Oh, yes, it's yes. The greatest,
1: it's, the, it's better than, and I, I'm a big fan of Gotti, the Gotti War The Gotti trilogy, trilogy, yeah. I'm a huge fan of those fights. Uh, Castillo Corrales is, is the greatest fight Christ. I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest it, fight.
0: That's the fight, if nobody watched boxing before, that's the fight I point to. All right, go to it's, YouTube. I'm like, yeah, the let's, fight that's, like that's watching, the, fight.
1: the fight. I, I show it to people like sports teams, like pro sports teams were, were calling, requesting to get copies of the fight to show their teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because just, just that comeback fight. is ridiculous. It's. <laughs> First of all, the fight was great. the fight was unbelievable. Yeah, the shenanigans of both guys. Because um, I guess Corrales was like the option was because he was a longer guy, you know. He mm-hmm. was going to jab him from the stay outside because yeah. Steele was so great on the inside. Both of them were great mm-hmm. on the inside. Yeah, uh, Corrales had range. He could have stayed mm-hmm. at range, but instead of yes. that, instead of that, he decides to, to fight him on the inside, mm-hmm. and that. They just stood in a phone booth, and it was, yep, um, mind blowing.
0: That, the no edge, holding. It is,
1: the
0: like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it just um, you knocked him out in the tenth, right? Um, morality, like it was the tenth round. And, yeah, sometimes yeah, I just, watch, the... that sometimes I'll just yeah. watch that
1: round. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's a comeback. Uh, one of the most unbelievable com- comebacks. He gets, kn-
1: he gets he gets knocked down. How many times? Two. He gets knocked mm-hmm. down twice. Knocked down, spits his mouthpiece, gets penalized. <laughs> gets his mouthpiece out on the second time. They put it back in, and uh, Castillo attacks him, and then Corrales. He he stays poised in the pocket, but hits him with the shot. Sure. And you can see his head. You can see his head fly back, and then right. he starts attacking him, and then the referees stops the fight and there's but, no controversy about the stoppage it was a
0: good stop no no it was a great stoppage yeah they had yeah they were they were they were bludgeoning each other it's one of the yeah. one of my favorite fights like like i said that's the fight i point to if you're not a boxing fan watch this and you might yeah. become one it's it's definitely it's unreal. good <laughs> yeah and my favorite i gotta say my
1: favorite referee
0: is jack reese jack reese yeah good he's very he's good the
1: best, man. he's the best he's yeah. the best comes he, in a guy will get knocked down and he'll give the guy every opportunity to get up and fight.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, he'll give him Ask effort. him, are you okay? Like, all right, walk to me. Does everything. Does everything by the book. And, yeah, excellent ref, is isn't it? But some
1: guys are like, are they too afraid? They're uh, And I understand it, too, because somebody's life is in your hands. Yeah. So they're uh-huh. too afraid to let it go, like whatever. He really takes his time and assesses. Assesses, it. yep. And, and, and sees. And, and, and if the fight
0: can continue, he'll let the fight continue. Like he, he'll key
1: yes yeah. like now it'll continue
0: yeah. i like
1: that and i also like andre ward was coming off his layoff and he fought
0: yeah that's another fight i wanted to talk to the first uh ward kovalev fight I mean, that I'm was another huge, one
1: i'm a huge andre ward fan
0: huge, yeah probably the best boxer um like after mayweather best probably
1: i mean I, I love his philosophy of life I mm-hmm. think he's. The, I, I'm a huge Ward fan. I love
0: him. love the Super Six tournament. That's one of my favorite
1: tournaments too. Yeah, love it was him. it was great. But he's um, unbelievable. He's yeah. unbelievable. Massively underrated. That being yeah. said, I thought Kovalev won the first fight. Yeah, he
0: did. <laughs> I felt it. Ward he knocked out Ward in the second. Knocked out Ward in the second round, if I'm not mistaken. I,
1: but I, I mean. Ward's the way he came back. back? Yeah. I mean, it's emotional. What? it's emotional the way he got up and came back. Like, I yeah. love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that being said, I, th- I still think Kovlov won the fight. But, fight, he did. I mean, the way that Ward <laughs> got up off the canvas and then refused to, like, and Malinaji has this, like, he has this 10th thing where it's about the fight after and he breaks it down so completely. Sometimes I listen to it before I work out. Like it's it, 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 it so much. It's like you're knocked down in the second round. No. Everybody's cheering. Everybody's on their feet. The guy who you know is a killer is across the is across the ring, ready to give you some more. It's the second round. You got to see this guy. And it's like you have in that moment. You have to get up. You have to gather your thoughts, and you have to like you have to go forward it, it's crazy and it's a, it's an incredible it's another incredible parallel for life you know what i mean you get knocked down and everything seems to be going against you and you have to compose yourself and the way he composed himself and put himself back in that fight is um i mean it's unbelievable that's another thing like for stuff yeah
0: like. another thing with Ward, they questioned the low blows he threw maybe he threw a couple of them i don't know but he like yeah that was another questionable
1: uh it was a <laughs> like i of, said i don't think he did enough to win the, that first fight but fight. i think that the comeback that he put into play was it, it's just i mean he that guy's a true champion man.
0: and he showed him in the second fight because that second oh, war it wasn't even a contest ward demolished him
1: <laughs> he came out just mentally he yeah
0: just, just mentally fought on the inside yeah. just stayed it stayed in the pocket and just yeah yeah. Picked them apart, and it, yeah. it changed Kovalev like Kovalev, Kovalev was never the same again, and that was that was I it think for. Kovalev um, a guy, uh, Kovalev's guy.
1: I Kovalev's guy super talented, and I I think I mean, I, what I like about Kovalev super talented, and I think uh just a like a mean guy. Yeah, I didn't, I don't like <laughs> say that because it doesn't make you sellable, but I think mm-hmm. he was probably he's probably just a mean guy. Yeah, and I, I kind of I I actually like that, but he he I don't think he like I don't know if he's. How, how invested in training? Like, there's been uh, reports that sometimes he's not. He has his own mind, what he wants to do. He doesn't listen to his training staff as much. He has his in his own mind what what he wants to do. He's stubborn, doesn't listen. So, you know. But I I, I, I like Kovalev because he. I just think he's like a guy. Then there's guys like that. There's guys who are, like Sugar Ray Leonard who are like. Charismatic and yeah. everybody uh-huh. loves him. Love him there's yeah. Guys like, there's guys who are like just mean, got genuinely mean. Do mean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just and I, think yeah. I think Crawford is another guy like
0: that. Yeah. Like, oh, vicious. He's a nice, vicious. You know, he's a nice yeah. guy.
1: Whatever.
0: There's he's another like, thing we like, talk like, about. Hey, can I get an autograph
1: or something. He's a nice guy. But yeah. If you talk shit to him, he'll fucking punt. He'll like <laughs> rip
0: your face rip off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Another fight we was talking about being made was uh, Crawford versus Spence. Um, I wasn't big on Spence after that Porter showing, but, um, but after like, see, and then Crawford, I think Crawford, what's his ass?
1: I think Porter is, uh, I think, I think Porter's underrated guy too, because he,
0: no, he is. He's always in, he's in every fight he he fights. He's in every fight. He has a style. He's very pesky.
1: I went to Danny Garcia Porter fight. Like I saw the Danny Garcia Porter fight and Danny Garcia is, uh. Danny Garcia, I was just say, he's a better boxer. Yeah, definitely he's a, better a better boxer. boxer. He is. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like, Sean just uh, is like a come forward, throw the kitchen sink at you type guy. Yep. And he's awkward, <laughs> you know, he's awkward style. So it's not pleasing mm-hmm. to look at. And he's not a better pure boxer than Danny Garcia, but he just wills himself. He's in, su- he's in the ultimate shape and he's, he's tough. Yeah. And he'll just definitely. come forward with that awkward style and he'll like, mm-hmm throw a bunch throw a lot of punches. And if you don't yeah. throw more punches than him, like Danny's whole thing was Danny's like a a guy who just stays in the pocket and counters. Like he's uh uh-huh. yeah, he's unbelievable. Very good with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'd like to see everybody fight everybody. I don't think I don't think Spence's performance in that fight was bad. I just think Porter's performance.
0: Yeah, Porter. I guess. I guess more people take away that Porter, like Porter is that good. He's he's good enough. He, he'll stay in every fight. Yes. I thought with the Thurman, with Porter versus Thurman, I went to that one, and that was a close fight too. Close, very close. I like. I know. Like at the end of the day, I see why Thurman won. But every person I talked to that was there just had a different. Oh, I was sitting in section such and such, and I thought Porter won. Oh, I was sitting here. I saw Thurman. There's so many different nuances of boxing that makes like, you
1: I think all those top welterweights, it's if one of them wins, it's a 113 Yeah. It's definitely close, man. All it's them, very close. So close. <laughs> yeah. Danny Garcia, yeah. Keith Thurman, Sean Porter, and uh Errol Spence. Errol yes. Errol's, I think, the top the top guy, but but I think the division he's the top guy in a loaded division.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the welterweights, well, have been for, like, maybe the last 10 years. Now, what do you think about heavyweight boxing now? Because heavyweight boxing is kind of making a comeback, I think, like with Wilder, Fury and the whole, and um Anthony Joshua. Uh, we we can talk about the first Wilder-Fury fight. That was a close one.
1: Yeah, that was close. This were, uh, yeah. But Wilder has a thing where it's like he just relies on his power. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So There's no skill... Right. There's no he's skill, not he, skill yeah. like, but he but he relies on his power so much. For yes. He'll be like, and I want I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for. Yeah, him. I like I'm Wilder actually. too. You know, the other guys are Brits, man. Am I? Yeah, <laughs> I'm rooting for Wilder. Yeah, but it's like they'll fall behind on points. Yeah. The, and you'll be like, oh my god, now he's got to he he's put such pressure on himself to knock these guys out, and he can do it. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. got the power to do it. But if you get up against somebody, what's like you like what's his name? Uh, um. Um, Fury got up. Yeah, Yeah. Fury got somebody, up. People say, say it's controversial, and then they get up. It's like, yeah.
0: A fight. Was Reese the referee on that one too? Yeah, because that was yeah, because it was like they said he the like the count. Everybody, that's everybody's angle. Like, oh, he again,
1: he, he didn't get up <laughs> again. Rooting for Wilder. I'm rooting for Wilder in that situation, mm-hmm. but I do think that, that he got up, and yeah, yeah it, that was right. What the call was yeah. the right call.
0: Mm-hmm and fury i think uh he did run a clinic those first rounds just hop, but just jab jab just killing him like just just really outboxed him
1: and it, I, I thought that um yeah he did i guess he won the i guess he won i guess he did win the first fight but yeah um, and <laughs> the, yeah the second fight was i mean it was more you know, oh my god that was a I wall. Mean, he was on he was leaning on he was just like i, I mean fury was, came
0: in off, much heavier
1: What's that? Fury came in much heavier. <laughs> he hats off to him for like taking yeah. the fight to him. No, everybody does the opposite and tries to like run away from Wilder. Melt it out. Yeah, Uh-oh. run away. He did, he did. He just took the fight to him. He took the fight mm-hmm. to him, and it was impressive. I mean, it was impressive, even though. Oh was, yeah. A, again, <laughs> he I'm mauled
0: him. Yeah, he mauled him. just had him yeah. had him pinned down. But every every I wouldn't say dirty, but just you know, very tactical, just smothering him on the inside, and Wilder couldn't figure it out. He was right. like, yeah. It was. It was like he looked. That's the worst I've seen Wilder.
1: Like, yeah. And, and I look. guess he was in good enough shape to do it. So, but hopefully Wilder come back. will come back. And um, you know who knows? I'd like to see everybody fight. Like, and I'd like to see yeah. him in this in this decade. You know, how boxing is. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Joshua <laughs> and Wilder. I'd like to see Wilder and Fury. are like. Yes, we like yeah, so it. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now Joshua would.
1: I'd like to see the other heavyweights, too.
0: Like, uh, there's a couple. There's, there's Usyk. Well, Usyk's, like, what, a super cruiserweight? <laughs> like, heavier than he everybody? just went up. Yeah. He went so, up
1: the heavyweight. So, I'd like to see. Oh, yeah, he's a
0: cruiserweight. Yeah, Usyk was a guy. Yeah, I, I always. Me and my brother talk boxing a lot, too. So, that's a guy that always comes up. He's a big heavyweight guy. So, like, Usyk always comes up on our radar when we talk about boxing. Right. But, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of guys I would like to see in that heavy heavyweight. Um. Yeah come up so but I mean <laughs>
1: boxing like like everything else in the quarantine it's like kinda like I mean it's so funny to watch these sports talk shows try to
0: <laughs> talk about nothing. <laughs> it's like yeah, um
1: with no sports.
0: Yeah, can't do it. That's why yeah, um, they're, um making the
1: mo- up, they're making up like how much how how many times can you talk about is LeBron better than MJ? Le- MJ, yeah that's
0: uh especially with that document the last dance documentary that came
1: historical out. arguments now though. Yeah <laughs>
0: it's it's insane it's just too much yeah that, now, that I
1: documentary know, was unbelievable by the way
0: no it was great i watched Yeah, we all like watch it that i think that's what kind of inspired me to do the show we're in quarantine now if quarantine didn't happen um that was supposed to air in june that last dance yeah. the playoffs would have been off right. so it would have aired in june i don't think it would get the buzz but since there, like you said there's no sports so that like everybody everybody was watching it but it was unbelievably done I think it was funny. done and
1: i i like the fact i like them pulling back the curtain on um because uh jordan had such a uh, image such a great image yeah. <laughs> the looking rich like mm-hmm. everybody loves the charming um superhero everybody loves him everybody loves a charming winner but mm-hmm. like i like that pulls back a little bit on how the sausage is made and yeah people, people are not willing to accept hey this guy is this guy's a little bit of a dick. Like yeah. he's a dick. Like you could see he's a, like a dick. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. That's how, how you have you to be. <laughs> like, how do you think he yeah. won six championships? That's not just being good. You have to have that extra thing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have to have that killer instinct. Yeah, you're a killer, you're killer. And it's a, it's like an obsessive um, thing. And, and people don't, they want to kind of go, oh, that's too much. It's like, yeah, too much is how you become a six time world NBA champion, champion. Yeah. It's like, yeah
0: yeah it's you have to be like yeah you have to be it's like you're like a boss you know what I'm saying it's like yeah this needs to get done right here I need to light a fire in your ass just like you know when a boxer with his trainer has to like you know he has to do something he <laughs> just can't be like all right you'll get and him it's next time like,
1: but it's almost like people want one thing without the other they want the narrative yeah. that you're a nice sweet whatever great guy and it's like i'm sure he is a great guy you know what i mean but there's that other side that's mm-hmm. vicious and um dark and people yeah. don't like that people don't want people go ah oh, that's uh, that kind of thing like, that's that's what got him the result but
0: well, would you rather have michael jordan be a murderer and, or killing or raping people it, yeah it, yeah it, it, can't make yeah. everyone happy it. <laughs> yeah. it, it it sucks man now, I know we also debate about what that fight, the Floyd-Conor McGregor fight. I know for me, it was, it was fun. My brother still won't watch it to this day because he's like, you know, like one of those boxing purists.
1: No, I understand why.
0: Yeah, but it it was a fun fight. What did, what, what did
1: you think about like watching that fight? It's just, it's kind of like, um, I thought a great payday for those guys, obviously. It was great. Oh, absolutely. It's like, a lot of money I made. That, yeah, I mean, it's great, but uh, it's like there's guys coming up who are really good fighters who I think should be getting attacked. Yeah, that was anybody In that
0: day, age. fight. But I think at this day and age, like Floyd would, at this point, he's like, I think, you know, if he fights Crawford, I think Crawford would beat him. Like if he fights, you know, certainly, yeah, I, I mean, beat him, but like, you know, it would, um, you know, because of the age, this, this there's a step, you know what I'm saying? He can't take, and, it, and Floyd's all about making his money.
1: Right, I understood what he was doing, and uh, – mm-hmm. I gotta say, like uh, I like McGregor. I like McGregor too. But I, I do they, too. <laughs> the way Floyd, first of all, they bo- w- the way they both handled the promotion is on. You need you need that. You got oh yeah nice four the, yeah
0: four city tour. I went to the yeah I went to the one in the Barclays Center with the tour and it's, the fan feel like the Irish you know the his countrymen just coming yeah. out. It, it sold. It was sold out, and this is an ex. This is a press. This is a tour to promote the fight. It was like people. I know a guy that said, like, I, I happen to get lucky enough and log on to Ticketmaster and get a free ticket. Where somebody told me it's like, yo, I paid two hundred dollars just to be here. <laughs> insane, <laughs> insane, insane.
1: Yeah. So I understand monetarily they had to do it, and both of them talking trash was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I thought I thought uh, Conor came in in shape, like he. Oh was, yeah. Like. He was ready to go, but like mm-hmm. just the realities of limited boxing skill versus a guy who's a, a master at it. And, it. and, and probably the best and, to have it. in order to get in order, to, in other words, you get people to pay for the fight. So you have to get that, you have to promote Absolutely. it up to get people to pay for the fight. Now, after people pay for the fight, you want them to feel like they got their money's worth. So Conner did his job, and got in good shape, and you know did the best job he could preparing. But that's just like a straightforward fighter thing—you do the best you can to prepare, take the fight. What Floyd had to do was much harder, I thought. Oh he yeah, had to like—he had to figure out—he had to figure out how to fight this guy where people would get their money's worth. Worth, uh huh. And and, and and but he would still win. But people yeah. get their money's worth and walk away feeling that like they got a good deal, like they didn't get jipped. Yeah, that pay per view was like a
0: hundred. The first I think hundred dollar paper. I think what? Pacquiao was hundred dollars, maybe too. No, I don't think no, maybe eighty or ninety. But like I know McGregor was a hundred dollars. So if somebody so plopped down a hundred dollars, you don't
1: want people feeling ripped off. You don't want you want people to get their money. So I mean, me personally, I, I I've watched all almost all of Floyd's fights. So yeah. Have you ever seen Floyd fight that way? No, he he came out. Have, he didn't come out when the shoulder roll stands. He came, I never came with his hands up. seen him fight that way. Ever, never, ever, in any moment, in any fight, he's never fought that way. So uh-huh. what he did was he just put his gloves up and walked. Yep. <laughs> he didn't. Fit. He wasn't moving. There's was a. He just walked forward with his gloves up, mm-hmm. catching his punches, and then firing back. So, so he did that, and and let Connor let Connor like show Connor he absolutely. He was great and. and and win right like he was winning rounds, and then when he when he got tired, you know, which you'll do if you're not used to boxing. Then he then he put the pedal down and knocked him out. So everybody got what they wanted. Connor was yep. showing the yep. fight lasted ten rounds. Um, Mayweather got the win, and it wasn't like a, a Connor. You could argue that Connor was winning the fight uh, on points, but yeah. I think that was all. <laughs> carefully
0: constructed directed by yeah no i, I, mean, I, I it was beautiful because the 10th round when he knocked out connor he didn't connor got caught by the ref so it didn't make connor look bad at all like now because you know if he fell on the canvas there'll be memes and he would never live that down so connor didn't look bad at all
1: yeah but i mean if floyd just wanted one would have wanted to win the fight like, it would have been a much different oh yeah floyd oh yeah one out, much like, second third round probably knockout. My point is that like, he's when, never fought that way, ever. So, ever, people, ever. People go, people go oh, uh, Connor really gave him... Like, have you ever seen, you ever Floyd, seen fight Floyd fight, fight that, fight ever? that ever. way? If you never
0: watch, that's a good because you got a lot of crossover fans, a lot of MMA guys right. like, oh, this Floyd Mayweather that's guy sucks. I
1: like MMA. <laughs> I do like MMA also, but it's like have you ever seen him fight that way? Never. 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 Ever, never. Even <laughs> in moments of fights, I've never seen him fight Mm-mm. that way. Nope. So, <laughs> in a certain way, I think Again, give people their money's worth. Connor has a good showing. Mayweather mm-hmm. gets the knockout, and the fight goes ten. All those right. things are necessary. Oh man,
0: all those things. It was a perfect. It was. It was just a beautiful recipe of everything. Everybody, like right. you said, everybody got their money's worth. Connor right. didn't look bad. Floyd didn't look bad. Right. The ref didn't look bad. Everybody yeah. in the audience got the their MMA's money's worth. The, the
1: MMA community is happy. Didn't look bad. Yeah. Been, is arguing like he could be. A, he's better. He was better. Yeah, he could be a boxer. I don't because the way he hung in there for ten <laughs> rounds and then you know and then Floyd's still with the decisive. So, but my my point is to make that all happen. That was all on Floyd's shoulders to make that happen.
0: Absolutely, that was Absolutely. all. Of him. Yeah, beautiful. And then they hugged it out after everybody got like three hundred
1: trillion dollars and yeah, I mean, so we went all walking away rich
0: from that. Both. <laughs> yeah, guys away. where were you when that? Yeah, where were you when that fight went down?
1: I was at the New York Comedy Club. When we watched okay, it. so
0: you watched it. Oh, so they Somebody played it. They played,
1: streaming gotcha, it yeah.
0: Because <laughs> one of the fights, you know, Mayweather Pacquiao still has the record for uh, most, the highest grossing pay-per-view. Right. And I thought McGregor would beat it, but I think there was a difference between 2015 and 2017 where more people stream illegally now, where you can probably, like, go on a YouTube, go on, a, like, a Facebook Live and catch it. And if right. you and if somebody gets um, booted out, that you know, if it, if it gets knocked out, you can find other ways to watch it. So with with 2015 with May Pack, it was like, now did you watch that fight live or did you? How yeah, did you? No, watch I watched it. it.
1: Pay per view. We watched. it yeah. Pay per view. We had a big part. Like in my at my parents' oh. house, they bought the oh, fight. Oh man! Y'all watched it. I've, we have friends over, family over. Yes. We watched that fight and uh. Hmm. I mean, uh, it didn't live up to expectations. It definitely did. I don't think it's again, again. I'm not. I, I, I like Mayweather. I'm a Mayweather fan. I, yeah, me too. I, fact, I, I don't I, think it was because everybody blamed Mayweather for that. It's like that wasn't yeah, Mayweather. No. Mayweather. Was no. a defensive guy. He was on.
0: He did his job. He did his job. Defense. Yeah. No, it, did, yeah. it was like I said. It was five years too late. I I went to Vegas to the fight. I didn't like. I couldn't afford tickets. But I, me and my wife went to Vegas, and we had since no hotel were showing the fight on pay-per-view you had to watch it in one of the hotel theaters so oh, it wow. like you know um yeah so like the golden nugget or one of the, like um one of those major strip ho- hotels were showing it in their theaters and the tickets were like a buck 50 a pop <laughs> wow. so i had to yeah so we bought two tickets it was like being there cuz the whole the whole like fans that couldn't get in and the buzz on Vegas. I've never been to Vegas before. That's my first time in Vegas. And just the buzz on the strip, the buzz during the fight was amazing it was just it was just a celebration of boxing for me. Because as a boxing fan, when boxing gets that much attention, it's really fun. It's really fun yeah. for everybody. Everybody gets in. You right. see all these guys just like hanging out and selling shirts and, and just having a good time. And then walking by the strip buy the MGM grand and you see like celebrities come out who even the play and like everybody's like it was it was it was probably the most fun I personally that's had. amazing but here, yeah. here's my
1: I, I wish I wish like um Spence Crawford would get that kind of buzz I hope like, so but it's far, yeah it, it doesn't yeah. get be nobody me and you would care, care. <laughs> me and but you would know those when guys it. both those guys both deserve it yeah they, so they just definitely because do because they're not making up like just because they're not as theatrical as Mayweather. Yeah, I, I don't think that I. I think those guys still the skill level is so high. High. Those yeah. guys deserve that, and they deserve mm. the, that kind of adulation from fans. Those yeah. guys deserve it because their skill level is through the roof. Yeah. I think Wilder Fury got a lot of buzz that this last fight. I think it got a lot of big
0: coverage. This is the biggest fight I think since Mayweather Pacquiao that got so much coverage. Right. And it it really tried. I remember I remember calling, I think you were in LA and I was at the movie theater. <laughs> and oh, it was yeah. like yeah, right. yeah, but it was just like um it was just the the space of being like hope. a lot of people were there. We're all yelling, screaming, talking shit. And it was just a fun. It was just a fun time. I mean, even though you know, Wally got decimated, it was just like just just that vibe when yeah. when boxing's the center of the sports world for that one, you know. Night. Yeah.
1: It was just yeah. But I just think beautiful. all level. I think all high level fight. Like, I think all fights like like Ward Kovalev, Both those fights, they deserved. I mean, they were big fights. Yeah, that was yeah, that was deserved, a big deal. Yeah. Super Bowl type ac- Those guys yeah. <laughs> at the highest level, mm-hmm. um, it deserves like. Those guys deserve more money and deserve Super Bowl level type billing, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Uh huh. But other stuff like will win out over it just because of uh, it's like I don't know maybe it's a to me I, I compare it a lot to comedy too where it's like you have a guy who's like you know, knows good but hasn't broken she through. Broken through, yeah. There's other people who've broken through. Broken through, just.
0: Yeah, it kind of leapfrogged over the people that grinded out going to mics, being in the, in the right. you know being in the clubs till one, two in the morning, doing you know shit shows, and then yeah, it, yeah, it's like you said, boxing is an analogy of life, <laughs> and
1: yeah, but I I, I mean I, when I'm watching like I care about the skill level.
0: Of the I do too. I care about yeah.
1: It. So yeah. you have a guy with a great backstory but no skills. Like, why am I watching this? Because this guy's mm-hmm. bad, I don't care about it. Like when the fight actually happens, it's going to be a slaughter. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't care. <laughs> well, what I want to see is two, I want to see their stories too. What I think they should do is that, I think they should do a 24 seven for every fight.
0: Yeah, at least one. I mean, well, HBO fight. used to fight. do that. They'll have like a 20, it was like, well, Mayweather was the guy to carry it. You had a series where most HBO fights, I remember like 20, they would do like, you know, a mini like 15 to 20 minute on each fighter. And then you would watch, and I'm right. like, you know, because I always like made it a priority. Watch. They don't really do that now because boxing's so different. Going over the days where you would order a pay per view. Now you got the zone, which is a streaming. Everything's a streaming service now, unless you know it's a big level fight like um, Fury and um, Wilder. That's that's the
1: only like exception. But I, I think they should have documentaries of each guy in training camp and their story and mm-hmm. people like once you see the some of these stories like they're unbelievable they're unbelievable nothing nothing your heart and will and what they've been through in their in their actual lives and what they've overcome and then being able to get into the ring and then so you get their whole story and it makes you more invested in the fight just personally that's what happened and for me with Main weather market and you're like mm-hmm. even if you're not a boxing fan, after seeing their stories, yeah, it's like and, I got a root for this guy. <laughs> where, I mean, you're like, this is unbelievable. I have to. I'm now. I'm invested in this. Yeah. So I don't understand why they don't just do that with every fight all the time. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, like, well, people don't. to think like, people will catch on. Yeah. Like, people will catch on.
0: I remember Mayweather-Guerrero, and they focused on uh, Robert Guerrero's backstory, where his wife um, is a cancer survivor, and him/her taking hit. That was like, yeah, that was. Um, well, because he was in that spot right now, he's a he's a Mayweather fight, and when you get a Mayweather fight, that's like you won the lottery, basically. Right. So if if that you know if that happens, like the highs are on you, but like the guys that the minimal fighters that you don't get to see, I agree yeah. with you. There should be more coverage on I their would, personal life. Because I want to, see, <laughs> I
1: would, I, I, I if that was the case, I would do nothing but watch. Their stories and their stories. Fights. That's all I, <laughs> yeah. I watch. Their stories and the fights. The stories and the fights. The stories and the fights. And Fight. then the aftermath. Yeah. Like I love those things. So yeah, I the after story. I like that. I like all. Th- yeah, the whole the whole thing. The whole thing is a is a story. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you're watching a story and you're watching it unfold. Mm-hmm. It's,
0: yeah, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So, um what do you think about Tyson making a comeback? um So called comeback. You see I mean, like, him um, back. Yeah,
1: he's my favorite. He's the reason why I got into
0: boxing. Yeah, just he's seeing him ripping best. off heads.
1: Everybody acknowledges him as the best. Like He's the yeah. best, but for him to come back now, I think, is is, is wildly dangerous. I
0: think what he's going to do, maybe like a butter bean, four rounds or three rounds or two rounds, just be a, like, you know – be like a, an attraction more than an actual contender. He's not. Yeah, he's not
1: fighting Fury. I though. mean, maybe they make money, but he's like, I think he's making money. He's got that cartoon. No, he's no, like he's, he's doing. He's got th- his podcast. Like, I don't know why he would need to do it. You know,
0: Mike Tyson probably has the best story. And you talked about like how Jordan he thinks he's a dick. Like Mike Tyson, uneducated guy from Brownsville, Brooklyn, one of the worst. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you you've seen the interviews back then? How savage he was? How yeah. you know how he came up, and then to turn that all around. Amazing! Like I went to his one-man show and then met him afterward. One, yeah, one of the highlights. To oh, you went too? Okay, yeah. That was. I I stayed around and waited for him. He autographed my playbill and just wanted of like nice, very he, he seems like at this point of his life, you won't hear any like any any shit from him anymore. You know, as far he's like at a point in his life where he's just happy, getting all these opportunities outside of the fight right, game right. and just being respected by all forms of like. From MMA, pro wrestling, everybody, everybody clamors to, you know, Mike Tyson, and just like being in like movies, like The Hangover, that helps his yeah. popularity. And he has one of I one of the best stories, and he looks like one of those guys.
1: Like if his you, story was he you had know, he had a great story because he came literally. Like people usually have like one parent, like coming from a single mother. Get like, mother. He literally had nobody. Literally yeah. was <laughs> to the streets. Until yeah. it was picked up by, you know,
0: Costumato.
1: Yeah, the juvenile system went to that mm-hmm. uh, boxing gym in the Catskills skills Custom Auto. But it's yeah. an unbelievable story. But he was, I mean, a phenomenon. I, I, I we were I don't yeah. know how old you are, but I was alive for that. I was my yeah, we're around the time. Like, I'm a little years, bit younger. And yeah. it was it was like a phenomenon. It was nothing, yeah. nothing anybody had ever seen.
0: Nothing. the knocking out people in like first, second round.
1: The do you remember champion winning mm-hmm. winning the world title at 20 just insane yeah <laughs> do you remember like there were one point where they were charging? i forgot what fight
0: it was i, I want to say maybe bruce Seldon, but they were there was one fight where they were charging per round because the fight happened the yeah. people's problem was the fights you know you leave <laughs> to right. go get something you yeah. come back and what happened <laughs> <The> fights over <laughs> yeah so it's like I mean, it's the one MMA the,
1: does a good job with that. The MMA does a good job because they know there's a possibility of a fast knockout or a fast tap. So yeah. they just stack it with undercards that are that well. Are- that's the,
0: that's the difference. Undercards in um, boxing are not not like you know, they're not really stacked. There's never a double co-main event unless it's some like you and I will go like we went to like you know a couple Lomachenko fights. We would know the guys. Yeah, we would know the guys before that because as we as boxing fans we know. But other guys were like, who is like the people sitting at home will be like, I don't, I don't know who that is. Why would I watch it? That's why when you watch like boxing pay-per-views, like you don't see the, the, the seats filled until <laughs> like the, the right. fights, the main event starts. So right. with, with MMA, it's different because the, sh- the fights are shorter. So the cards have to be stacked. So, you know, cause, so you get your money's worth. I think that's oh, yeah. the construction of uh Right. Boxing is just because of the fight so like, like average fight could be like
1: maybe an hour
0: if it goes to the distance.
1: Yeah, but sometimes they have like in the in the prelims they have like a um, like an eight round or a four like whatever or a ten, ten. Yeah, yeah, it all it depends. Shorter. Yeah, like I remember like Triple G. To be a 12 round. Yeah, I remember
0: Triple G had a couple of fights at the Garden that I went to, and uh, what's the name it? It would be on uh, undercover all the time. Uh, Chocolate Tito, Roman Gonzalez. Oh yeah. So, yeah, and then actually, I think one of the fights where his first loss, and we were like, oh, shit. Yeah, he was, we were, I remember I was big on Chocolatino, and then, yeah, just, uh, that
1: fight was crazy. I mean, the first fight, the first fight, I thought, I mean, that could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, But, uh, aside, was the guy's name. Yeah,
0: yeah, he has a very complicated name. SSR, I call him. That fight was,
1: I mean, I think. Like after the eighth round, one of those later rounds, like they had to check, they were hitting each other so hard and so mm-hmm. often that uh-huh. I think after the eighth round they had to check. Like doctors had <laughs> to check both fighters. Like they flashed the lights just to make sure. Like yeah, they, like, they took they no more just, damage. Happened. It was like, but mm-hmm. they, they were like, nobody can endure this. Like we, we yeah. have to like make sure that you're mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a bloodbath, man. Well, so, it was unreal yeah so yeah that's what i'm saying i i I believe that those guys are like it's a disservice to especially the lighter weights like that like those guys are just such fucking warriors and so skilled i think they deserve the adulation the same adulation as the heavyweights man i really but I I, I, even a guy like mikey garcia it's like he's going oh yeah now to fight people it's like yeah he's yeah
0: spence owned him spence yeah spence really took yeah he, he was done after spence mikey looked like shit
1: well no it's not that he looked like shit i don't think he looked like shit i just think <laughs> he's like you're the king of your division and vision yeah like, just stay there the yeah it's like he's just bigger and like i mean good for mikey not being knocked
0: out but like yeah i mean and a good payday for him because it was pay per view so you know pay-per-view you had to get it you had to get a payday man <laughs> of well, these guys yeah, feed their
1: like family i'd like to see better matchups too i'd like to see and you'll get them once in a while with the, the current system yeah but, um, i really think they should uh they should throw out all the promoters i think all the i think of the wbc all these uh licensing bodies do you think it should probably. be more like
0: ufc with like dana white yeah. just one umbrella
1: one you work umbrella.
0: here and just one like umbrella. all right you fight him and if you don't fight him you know what i'm saying
1: hey what you going you to do don't fight him you sit you're out <laughs> you can see yeah. it's like you, you there's one commissioner who t- sets the fights now that mm-hmm. being said i think like in boxing they get paid more because of yeah. the system so see, that's the thing they, i think the fighters should get paid more so yeah. i i don't know if it's a union system some kind of thing where it's like the average not the top fighters the top fighters are making the money oh yeah absolutely I, yeah I they're the fine fighters really, really should, Do they still they have, have a day, day job more money you know yeah I
0: remember Luis Colazzo fought Andre Berto and he lost a close one to him. And Luis Colazzo, I think he still drives a bread truck or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. So when you hear stories like that, I mean, unless I don't I don't know if it's Luis is Colaso's own business. So he's like, Yeah, this is fine. But like if that's his job, then we're like, Well yeah. shit, I don't want to do this Colazo's anymore. Good, Colazo's yeah, Colazzo's great. Yeah. a Lot of lot of lot, of, lot at, at at the down end of some decisions. Same with uh it was Lara.
1: I thought I thought he fought Ricky Hatton. Yeah, I could be mistaken, but I think he fought Ricky Hatton in like one fight, but they gave it to Hatton. Yeah. Uh, it was a robbery. But um and I thought I think Hatton's good, but he lost the fight to Calazi. Yeah.
0: He's always at the bad end of decisions. Just same yeah. as um Eris uh, Lara. Yeah.
1: Remember
0: he fought Canelo? That was a close yeah. one. Paul Williams, I remember that fight. And Lara clearly won. <laughs> yeah and then paul williams got his hand raised that was one of one of one another big robbery
1: he has that boring cuban style yeah like it doesn't
0: trade you can't sell him you can't sell laura that's but, the uh, thing.
1: no you can't sell him. but but his skill level is like his very high skill level so very high so i would like to see mm-hmm. him i'd like to see him fight triple g i'd like to see him g. fight like i'd like to see him fight the charlos
0: yeah that's another yeah another guy <laughs> That Charles Harrison trilogy, that was a, that was a close. I like that. And I Tony yeah. Harrison, like,
1: those, yeah. guys, those guys, those are gritty, tough, and they're Americans too. Mm-hmm. Like I, yep. Like, like I like the Americans. So uh, yeah. those guys are Americans and they're tough. So, uh, but I want to see them fight everybody. I want to see them fight like the highest level of competition all the time. And I understand that. You know, I understand it's, it's difficult. But I think the documentary angle, the documentary angle, and the promotion yeah. of it that way would get more people invested in it. But I think. All the WBC, WBA, IVF, they are all corrupt. So I say yeah. <laughs> get rid of them, and I say get rid of the promoters. One umbrella, and then um, and hopefully they get paid. Yeah, drug test everybody. Yeah, hopefully they get paid. Mandatory before and after drug test.
0: Yeah, because you can kill somebody at the end of the day. You somebody can kill can somebody, can somebody, but
1: it's not even—it's not even like 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 the triple G canal thing. Like canal tested positive. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's like it's like we don't know who the actual, like before that triple g was undefeated and yeah maybe the best middleweight <laughs> in history marvin Hagler, but he's yeah. arguably the best middleweight in history but because yeah. of this, cleaning out the like division judging and corruption like because of this now it's like oh he's he lost it's like yeah all, <laughs> even lose really and second of all it's like are we drug testing it's like if this was baseball there'd be senate Oh yeah, so there be yeah there there we there a cry him. yeah be like hey. <laughs> this would be like govern the government would be involved in it. Yeah, right? a lot of it. Yeah. it's it's crazy. But the fact but, of the matter is, we'll never know that. Now we'll never know who was the best.
0: We'll never. Yeah, know. yeah, that's why I say Floyd. Floyd's probably the best. <laughs> Just nobody could touch him,
1: and he had the right he, style because he, yes, did he did could a walk very, away he from the fight. Very smart thing. Like at the end, yeah. of When he had power, obviously he couldn't do it when he didn't have power. But when he had power, he's like okay, you want to fight me, you're getting an Olympic-style drug. Style like he made test. sure that no one was on drugs when they fought Like, yep. a level playing field. And if people didn't understand that, they're like, oh, you're just making excuses.
0: Whatever. No. My life. It's, it's my life. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to come in there and knock me out and just, you know, leave me.
1: Well, in my opinion, like, Triple G should have, like, after, after at least the first fight, he still had all the belts. He still you had know. all the belts. It was called a draw. He, he won the fight, but he saw all the belts. In my opinion, he should have been like, okay, you want a rematch? We got to take a drug test. Yeah. Because in between those two, he tested positive. So Positive, it, yeah. We so it's have like an Olympic style uh, blood test
0: in order to fight random. That. Yeah. Somebody comes at your door every other training session, like, yep. Let's and get I, that he, sample.
1: He should have been like, and take it out of the purse. Yeah. yeah. Take it, it, it yep. First. Anything. Take yep. Take it out. Yep. It's important to have. Like a level playing field when something, especially when the stakes are that high, it's like uh-huh. the are, you have all the belts and there's no blemish on your record. Record, <laughs> like you missed off the first time in Las Vegas, and now you're going to fight again, and you're, you've agreed to fight in Las Vegas again. It's like
0: yeah,
1: you fight should have been in New York, and they should have been mandatory drug tests on on. That's the, like, the
0: thing. Corrupt, all the fights take place in all the big fights. Like Floyd would never fight in New York, but I'm not saying because of him, but he just like hey this is my turf like if you want to fight other where, somewhere else get on my level <laughs> right. and fight me so it's like right. you know it, it never uh, that's that's how
1: it was. And also I don't really like the a side I I, I understand the concept of an a side and the B side but I, only in I boxing I, that happens. <laughs> what I don't like is like I'm gonna pick all the yeah my I'm gonna pick uh, the judges. I'm gonna gonna pick the (laughs) ref. You pick the referee, and and then, and then, even that okay, that's in my opinion is not good. That's speaks to corruption, but Mm -hmm. outside of that, also, you could do a catch weight now. It's like, yeah, yeah, you can have the fight, we'll do it at a catch weight. It's like, catch weight, or you're gonna do it with a rehydration cost? Like, what are you doing? dude?
0: And it, yeah, it's it's it, it sucks, man. That's why another the matchup, like nobody wants to fight Better Beef. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to stay away from him. Yeah, they're It's like you know Yeah, it's like go, yeah. Yeah. So it's like uh, we'll just stay away from him. Yeah. All right, Mike. Yo, thanks a lot for coming on. I also want to talk about your movie. I'm I'm very happy for you about you know this movie coming up June 12th, King of Staten Island. Uh, talk to us about that. How fun it was. to I, that. small.
1: I, I'm great. I'm grateful to be in it with uh, Peter. Yeah davidson and john apatow directed and uh i have a small part in it so let me just let me say that up front it's it's a small the small role is one of the firefighters yeah. in the um in the unit uh but uh, i i it's a great movie it really is very good so uh and yeah the reviews and, are uh, coming in and it's great and yeah there's a lot of stand-up comics that we know
0: Well, that's the thing it's like yeah it's a good it's a good for the, the community man it's like to see all you like for me seeing you and Ricky Velez and yeah, Ricky Paul Verdi, all these guys. Very good. Yeah. Bill Burr yeah. is
1: very good. Derek Gaines is very good. good. Yeah. Um, Lynn Coplitz is in it. She's fantastic. It's like um uh, Steve Buscemi is in it. Um, mm-hmm. Dominic Lombardozi. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's 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 he was in the wire. Buscemi obviously is a movie star. So it's like it was a great experience, man. It was so fun to do. So and it's yeah. a, it's a really very good movie. It's very it's yeah. Amazing. So June twelfth.
0: Now I definitely I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna have, I'm I'm just be happy to see you guys in it, man. It's 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 awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, Mike Mike Hat. Thank you for having me on all with me. Uh, we do this all. The, I said thank you so much for being on with me. We do this all the time. We talk boxing, but to yeah. have it to sit down and have you join me and have other people. You know, other people probably don't know how big of a boxing guy you know
1: what i'm saying so yeah yeah i really but i really caught on to it later late in life it's something that me and my father bonded over before he passed away and that's so a good we also too. had that you know we had disagreements and conflict uh in our later years and that was the one thing we could get together and just like um you know uh get together and agree on like watch we both loved it so that's why i'm passionate about it. I, I see a lot of parallels with comedy and um and uh yeah man we always talk about it So I'm glad yeah really
0: man. <laughs> yeah hopefully when this is all over we can go back to going to fights again
1: yeah, go, uh, yeah we went yeah we
0: had fun man it was, it was it was fun times man all right mike yeah thanks again man i appreciate you man And all
1: I'll, right thank you Johnny. see I'll you on
0: another time all right brother Bye. all right that was mike vecchione um Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, we hope you had fun. I know I had fun. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of rooting for laundry. Um, we'll have another one next Monday with another team another sport and it was good. All right. Later.